How about him, Ben? How fucking about him? The undefeated Dallas freaking Cowboys. Number one in the division. Number one in the conference. Number one in our hearts. Number one in America. Damn straight. This is Andy Gatelli. Benjamin T. Walker. This is Boys Will Be Boys. And we're back at it again. We're a little late this week. Schedules have been real hectic. But we wanted to make sure we broke down this uh, closer than it maybe should have been for a minute uh, matchup with the Dolphins last week and give you a preview of the upcoming, drumroll please, matchup with the Saints on Sunday night in primetime. Um, a replay of, uh, a rematch, I should say, of one of the most exciting games of last year. Um, so we'll get into all that and more uh, here on this week's Boys Will Be Boys. Ben, where were you uh, watching this game? I, where did I watch this game? Oh, I went to one of our buddies' places, had uh, the the Cowboys on the big screen and then the Red Zone on the small TV. And nope, nope. honestly, it was a game we just knew we'd kick ass, which I love that feeling because I know it kind of started slow. But in general, you just knew we were going to win. And so I didn't yeah. even have to... Pay you as just much. felt like shit in the first half. I was just like, God, we look like crap in all aspects of the game right now. I kind of thought, you know, you can't be as dogged as the Dolphins were going into that game and not show a little bit of professionalism. Like, well, and they, and they started Rosen, who had like, you know, he's trying to like make a name for himself. So he goes out there and airs it out. Like he was throwing the ball. They were doing some stuff and. Yeah, I mean, they put and up Dak a was trying to. It looked like Dak was trying to throw two touchdowns every play in the first half. He got, he was really airing it out early. And I was yeah. like, okay, man, take the dump off every now and then, bro. Well, and, and I also think an issue with Dak was that, like, our line was crushing it as far as pass blocking goes. So on some of those plays, Dak has, like, nine seconds to run around back there. And sometimes I feel like that hurts Dak a little bit because the longer he's back there, the more he's like, oh, man, I have to, I have to make a big play with all this time. Like if they block for me for 10 seconds and I dump it off to Zeke for four yards, that's a waste of a great pass pro play. So I don't know, man, it was the, the first at the halftime, um, you know, spoiler, it was 10, six for those who didn't watch it at halftime. Uh, I, w- I wasn't nervous, but I was just like, man, they got to wake up. They, they certainly cannot come out that way this week. Um, against the Saints, uh, you know, obviously the Saints missing Drew Brees, but they're not going to be able to start slow and get away with it this time, probably. No, and it was just a sloppy first half. Like I said, the offense was trying to do too much, even though Zeke was gouging them for like seven yards a pop. Um, and they just, I don't know, they just looked off sync, but that happens offensively, so I'm not usually as worried. as really the defense that was concerning. I mean, the Dolphins have been abysmal this year, and they moved into our red zone three times. Really, I mean, they should have been leading at half, and that just yeah. shows why that shows why the Dolphins are a bad team. Because, like I said, it's that old saying, Andy: good teams find a way to win, bad teams find a way to lose. And the Dolphins did everything they could to not have a lead at halftime, pretty much. Agreed. And the defense did dial it up the second half. Um, saw some great stuff out of like Robert Quinn, who was probably the best for- player on the field for the defense. He has so number one on our team right now is Demarcus Lawrence with seven or no with ten QB pressures. Uh, number two on our team is Robert Quinn who has seven QB pressures. The difference being that of course Robert Quinn has played one game and Demarcus Lawrence has played three. Um, if Rosen was like half a second slower getting the ball out during this game, Robert Quinn would have had like five sacks. He was everywhere in the backfield. I'm very excited to see what he does going forward. 
Yeah, me too, man. They like I said, they we got they missed a field goal. They fumbled in the red zone. They dropped the touchdown. Like they just they couldn't get out of their own way. And then finally in the second half, we looked like we looked like the undefeated team, and they looked like the bottom feeders that they are. So. Yeah, agreed. So uh, we'll we'll get right into it. Um, as always, we just go like to to get a little granular, go through the game as it happened. Um, so the Dolphins did start with the ball. Um, and they came right out the gates. Uh, Josh Rosen threw to Alan Hearns. Um, pretty cool to see Hearns back on the field, though it ended somewhat sadly. Um, God, Rosen yeah. then tries to throw to Jakeem Grant, who, holla at your boy, love Jakeem Grant. Glad you didn't torch us for a bunch of yards, but you're still tight. Uh, third and four, uh, Josh Rosen honestly just puts a really beautiful ball on Devontae Parker for 40 yards. Um, Cheeto gets a... DPI call here. Um, Cheeto just again, just always having like perfect balls thrown his way. It sucks. <laughs> this was a nice catch by Devontae Parker. It really was. Uh, Cheeto had kind of a rough day. He made some good plays, but he also had some like big, kind of very public bad plays. So then they're on the uh, Dallas 20 or 29 yard line. Uh, he tries to go to Kenyon Drake. That's incomplete. Second and 10. They hand it off to Drake up the middle. He gets stuck by Van Der Esch for no gain. Uh, and then on third and 10, they go deep for Preston Williams. That is incomplete. So they go for a 47-yard field goal, and it is no good. So right off the gate, the Dolphins did manage to move the ball 46 yards on seven plays, um, but they just couldn't come away with any points. Um, so Dallas takes over. Uh First and 10 of the Dallas 37. Uh, Dak goes deep to Amari, who gets 37 yards. If you watched the, did you watch the replay of this play? It was like all over Twitter and stuff because Amari just ran a route that just destroyed Xavier Howard. Yeah, I did. I saw that making the rounds. And Xavier Howard's the, right now, the highest paid corner in the league, but he is a stud. I know he had a bad game, yeah, but yeah. that kid's a stud. And yeah, Amari Cooper literally made him give up halfway through a play. Like, he's just like, oh, yeah. fuck, I'm beat. I, I honestly, like, I think if Amari's not injured, like, if his ankle's good and everything, like, I'm not sure there's any single corner that can just lock him down every play at this point. He seems to be just taking it to another level. Him and Dak's connection's been really good. I mean, he has, I think, 12 touchdowns in 13 games since coming to Dallas. Uh, yeah, scored in every game. Yeah, scored every game this season. They're just they're really synced up. You know, it was it was evident that Gallup was missing out there. They didn't really have a number two emerge in this Gallup, game. Man. I want MG back, baby. I know, but yeah, Amari Amari looked good, and he you know continued to have a, a really good day. Yeah, it was awesome. So uh, Cooper gets that thirty-seven yard play that puts Dallas on the Miami twenty-six. They go Elliott up the middle for three. Uh, then a short pass to Cooper for five. Third and two, they hand it to Elliott. He gets seven yards. First and ten at the Miami 11. Zeke up the middle for one yard. Uh, then Dak tries to go to Devin Smith. That's incomplete. And then tries to go short to Jason Witten. That is incomplete. Um, so you hate to see a stall in the red zone. That's always a bad sign, but they do kick the field goal. Brett Maher makes it. It's three to zero, Dallas. Um, and so at this point, you know, not a, not the the real the concerns haven't started yet. Obviously, that first big play you gave up to the Dolphins on their first drive that was a little concerning, but for the most part, it was fine. Um, 
Josh wrote on the first play from of the next drive, Josh Rosen tries to go deep to Alan Hearns and Jeff Heath is just tracking the ball and not Hearns and collides with them. Uh, it was an ugly, ugly play. Uh, I was worried Hearns was like dead. Yeah, like the same place he got smacked last year in the playoff game. Yeah. So I felt bad for Hearns there, but yeah, he uh, it was a big pop. Um, Heath wasn't Heath was looking at the ball too. You can you can see the in the replay, but yeah, just a deadly collision there. Yeah, and he luckily Hearns was able to leave the field under his own power. He walked off. Uh, he was evaluated for a concussion. So um, hopefully Hearns is all right. He's big. He's a you know big Hearns is a very much beloved member of this team for a whole season last year. Everyone had a lot of good things to say about him. So uh, hopefully he gets well soon. Um, so on second and ten, they go Kenyon Drake left for twenty three for two yards, uh, stopped by Jalen Smith, and then on third and eight, uh, he tries to go to Preston Williams, but that is incomplete. So they punt. So defense goes out, gets a three and out, gives up two yards. You like to see that. Um, and then Dak goes to work. Uh, Elliott up the middle for five yards. Uh, then Dak tries to go deep to Cooper. They cannot connect here. Um, this was the one where Cooper had just kind of watched Hearns get murdered over the middle, and Dak was trying to put one over the middle, and Amari kind of saw the safety coming and dropped the ball. Yeah, um, that was a bad drop. Amari, he still he still has a little case of that. I mean, I can't really like. I love Amari, but let's be honest, he's that was even the mo when he was at at uh, Oakland. He's he's got a little dropsies every now and then. Every now and then he does. I mean, I'm not going to say he has bad hands because he does catch a lot of balls, but yeah, it's not his mo. He does not like the most elite pass catcher. Um, so third and five, uh, Dak dumps it off to Devin Smith for six yards. First and ten at the Miami 43. They go Zeke around the end for 12 yards, but there's a holding call on Tyron Smith. Kind of ticky-tacky in my opinion, but um, first and 20, Dak tries to go deep to Blake Jarwin. Can't get it done. Uh, second and 20, tries to go deep to Cedric Wilson. Wasn't a fan of this play. Uh, not really looking to go deep to Cedric Wilson all that often, but hey, what do I know? I'm not killing more. Um, and then third and 20, this was just a really sweet play. Dak bootlegs out to the right. Uh, the backer, you know, has to choose between Witten and Dak. He thinks Dak's going to run, so he steps forward, and Dak just floats it over the top, gets it to Witten, 33 yards. Really beautiful, quintessential Dak play here. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. It's good to see. Witten's been active in, in yes. the three games so far. So, uh, all yeah. All this those is- stem cells and steroids did him some good. Yeah, he's bald as fuck now, but, yeah, he's – He's he's still catching thirty three yarders, still still a chain mover, man. Hell yeah! So that brings us to, uh, to the red zone, first and ten on the Miami twenty. Zeke goes for thirteen yards, then Zeke goes for two yards, and then uh, Amari just runs a silly route and just makes Xavier Howard look uber stupid and catches a touchdown uh, over in the corner. Um, this was a, this was a just a great route by Amari. Dak had a really easy throw because of the the separation that he got. Yeah, this was nice. This is pretty, and I, I know we said they started slow. You didn't really see it on these first two drives. We go up ten nothing, and you're thinking, all right, uh, we're going to destroy this team. And then this is where it really turned, Andy, and it kind of got from here. So this is with okay. six minutes to go in this first quarter. From here until halftime. It got really weird and really ugly. Well, we got outplayed. We got outgained. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it did. So they they get the ball, um, 
and they march right down the field and get a they do end up getting a field goal but it's from the three yard line so they go drake for three yards uh jakeem grant for 10 yards Pasto O'Leary for 19 yards on Ant- and on Anthony Brown. Uh, they go deep to Preston Williams for 24 yards. Um, they then have uh, an incompletion to Preston Williams, but then they go back to Preston Williams the next play on a crossing pattern, get an 11-yard completion. On first and goal from the eight now, they give it to Ballage, uh, who goes up the middle for five yards. Then they go to Ballage again. Luckily, uh, Awuzie and Van Der Esch get up there and stop him a little bit. And then third and goal, they run Bollage again, and Darren Thompson comes in with the uh, sticks him at the line. Good play from the uh, substitute safety. Yeah, this is big. A little, little, <laughs> little timid here from Miami, going three straight runs on the goal. But you know, I, I don't know. That's you don't see that a lot in today's NFL. So it worked out for us, like you said, they had to settle. They did not tried to push it down 10 nothing. I thought they might They'd go ahead and take their points, and it's 10-3. And Thompson, uh, he did a good job filling in for Xavier Woods. Uh, I think the word on the street is that Xavier's back at practice this week. Um, if he's a full go tomorrow, then I think we can expect to see him taking the field in New Orleans on Sunday night. That'd be great. That'd be great. You know, the initial report came out 4-6, to six, and even then Stephen Jones was like, I don't know where y'all got that number. He's week to week. I mean, he could miss a couple, but we're not – they were never expecting it to be that long. So hopefully he's back. If not, you know, he'll be – I'd imagine he'd be back for week five. So Yeah. So with the score 10-3, you kind of expect the Cowboys to just go back to work and just keep putting up points. Um they get they start on their own twenty five. They go Zeke for five yards, and then Dak hits. Well, we kind of missed too. They Miami goes for a sneak uh, onside oh, kick, and it actually yeah. it actually worked, but they were offside. Somebody jumped, yeah. it, and it really didn't play the play. Cowboys got lucky on it. Yeah, this was a, a bold play by Miami. Probably a good call. Obviously, they got the ball, so it was a good play. Just one guy went just a hair early, crossed the line too quickly. Um, so that was uh, kind of a scary moment right there made more scary by what follows. So, like I said, they give it to Zeke for five yards. Dak dumps it off to Tony Pollard for eight yards on a wheel route. And then on first and 10 from the Miami 49, Dak's just like running around back there for like eight seconds. Cause the pass protection's so good. And he just decides he's just going to chunk one down the field to Randall Cobb. And it just right into the bread basket of the safety. Like, I don't even yeah. think Dak's on. Yeah, it was just a really bad decision. He had all day to throw. He had, for a second, he had Jarwin open, then decided not to throw it. But he still had Zeke for like a two, three yard. It was first down. I think Dak was just, like you keep reading, he was just going deep a lot in this first half. And he tried to force one into coverage. And, you he know, his first interception. Grossman or something, dude. He thinks he's got yeah. a fucking cannon that he can just think like, he's got a cannon yeah he's watched he's watching all these highlights he's like fuck i can do that and then that. rifles it in first and 10 just a bad decision um all around by dak and probably too distracted think about chicken nuggets in the huddle i saw that going around too i thought that got an absurdly amount of play that it I did it but funny, the and i thought it was funny that people were like when people were like, oh, uh, you know, I take that as a sign that he's, like, really comfortable in the huddle. I was like, okay, whatever. The weird ones to me were the people that were really negative about it. They were like, wow, this guy has a job to do, and he's thinking about chicken nuggets? Lack of focus. I was just like, god, dude, you are 
Ugh. I just first. That is Dallas Cowboys syndrome. When you're the signal caller for America's team, you just you're under all scrutiny. I just I just love the fact that literally I, I saw it one time on my timeline. And I was like, oh, okay, that's funny. And literally every single person that I follow that covers the Cowboys retweeted that with a comment. And I was like, okay, it's not that funny. Like, <laughs> we can all like, okay, he did some spicy. That's got to be so surreal. Like, you're just trying, you like, uh, they're like, hey, Dak, what about the Nuggets? You're like, uh, yeah, dude, the Nuggets. And like a week later, like 500 Nuggets jokes later, you're like, all right, fuck Nuggets, dude. All right, whatever. I have never seen anything like this blow up that I thought was sillier besides the incident that caught him where he tried to throw away a cup and right into his character about it they were like he's such a good guy and then he went back and picked up the cup and put it back into the trash can and like, it was that's like my quarterback that's america's quarterback right there i was like what oh, who God, gives a absolute shit about that like <laughs> like uh, anyway i just i saw that though i mean it's it was funny it just i i just was shocked it got so much play I liked. Uh, do you remember when they caught Mark Sanchez just wolfing a hot dog on the bench? That was. Oh like, yeah, I thought that oh, was yeah. really tight. <laughs> I was like, "That's there's me. one I'll of a there's one of there's one of Russell Westbrook. You can find a gif where he's eating like on the sideline too, and he keeps ducking his head in. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so they do pick us off. Uh, Dak just makes a really bad decision, as Ben mentioned. Um, so they're now on their own forty nine. Um, they go Kenyon Drake for four yards. Then he tries to go uh, – Rosen tries to go short pass to Kenyon Drake. Um, that is incomplete. Then he goes incomplete to Preston Williams. And so they go three and out immediately, which thank God they're not good enough to capitalize on good field position and an interception. So they punt. Dallas gets the ball on their own eight. Goes Zeke for four yards. Zeke for four yards. Dak to Cooper for four yards. Dak uh, tries to go to Devin Smith here on a deep post. That's incomplete. Uh, they go Zeke for three yards, uh, Blake Jarwin for three yards, and that's fourth and four on the Dallas 26. They just couldn't really get the chains moving here, a lot of short stuff. Um, and so they're forced to punt. Miami gets the ball back on their own 36. Uh, Rosen scrambles for six yards. Um, he actually got hurt on this play. He got his head rocked into the ground, so Fitz magic came in for a minute. I was getting pretty worried here. I was like, uh-oh. He's, yeah, that – I saw that he he came back though, which was surprising. But uh, I thought he did have a concussion. But luckily, he was for him. He was okay. Uh, yeah. But still, Fitzmagic leads a little drive, man. Yeah. So Kenyon Drake goes for two yards. Drake goes for three yards. Drake goes for three yards. Uh, Fitzpatrick passes to Kenyon Drake for four yards. Um, then he goes deep to Preston Williams for 25 yards again on, on a woozie, which you're just like, damn it, Cheeto. I love you so much. Just get it together, man. A nice snag uh, too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, first and 10 of the Dallas 21, they go ballage for no gain. Then Rosen comes back in, goes short to Dishkeem Grant for six yards. Then on third and four, they tried to go to Preston Williams, but a woozie knocks that one down. Oh, um, this was his drop. Was this the touchdown drop? You're right. This is the one where, yes, so he catches it in the end zone, but it doesn't make a football move. Like, they basically said he didn't complete the process of the catch because Awuzie reached in and knocked it out. Awuzie did make a good play, so it should have been a touchdown, but then Williams bobbled it. There's a lot of of debate about this play. Like, would you have challenged it? Do you think it was a touch? Should it have been called a touchdown? Yeah, so he he, hits his hands, but you can see right away he bobbles it, 
then he seems to get control, but right before, like once he gets control again, then Awuzie is able to just get a hand on it and poke it out. So I think it was incomplete, but it should have been a touchdown for sure. And Chido had nice coverage. It was honestly a really nice ball by Rosen. Yeah, it should have been a touchdown. Rosen can spin the ball, man. Like I, I've, I was a fan of his in college. I thought he was pretty decent. Um, yeah, he's just got such a rotten deal. He had to play for like the terrible Cardinals last year, and now he has to go to a terrible tanking Dolphins team. Like who's already themselves of all their talent. Like yeah, who's who's clearly tanking. He's probably going to take a quarterback with the first overall pick, regardless of what Rosen does. So then he's probably going to get traded again. Like I kind of feel bad for the guy. Um, yeah. He's got no help for his receivers this year. Well, and there was just all that shit during the pre-draft where they were like, he's a little too smart, you know. He has political opinions. We don't he's like Yeah, he's just a very environmentally conscious dude. And he's forever a legend to me for the hot tub incident. So. Like son of a prominent surgeon. You know what I mean? He's like a really intelligent kid. Like, uh, people like that. You're just like, dude, the fact that your worldview depends on someone being dumb as part of it is <laughs> distressing. <laughs> we won't go there on this podcast. That's on our other podcast, uh, Opinions That Will Make You Angry. Libs uh, will be libs. Libs getting wrecked in real time. Um, so the Cowboys do get the ball. Um, so it is now 10-6 to 6 Dolphins. And this is where you're just like, what is going on? What are we doing? Um, and so there's about six minutes to go in the second quarter. Um, Dak goes to uh, Tony Pollard for five yards. Then Tony Pollard runs up the middle for six yards. Then Tony Pollard goes around the right end for six yards. Dak finds Randall Cobb for 20 yards, but penalty on Jameis Olawale for an illegal shift. Tight. Yeah. Yeah. Olawale only makes dope plays, dude. Either dropping wheel route post patterns or penalties. Yeah, he doesn't seem to add much value outside of special teams, but, you know, if they want to try and find a way to involve him, I guess I don't hate it. I just haven't seen him do anything that productive on the offensive side. So that brings up second and nine on the Dallas 37. Dak is passing complete. Uh, then he goes deep to Devin Smith. That is incomplete. This is and the so one where he decided to throw it like 60 yards in the air. I mean, it was a hell of a throw, but it was triple covered deep. Like, I don't know what yeah. in the world he saw on Very this one. Play. Um, and so the Dolphins get the ball back with 3.09 to play in the second quarter. And it looks like they could march down the field and, you know, get within one point or take a lead. Um so Rosen goes to Kenyon Drake for 19 yards on the first play, um, then gets five yards on the next one. That brings up the two-minute warning. Kenyon Drake goes for five yards. Rosen hits Jakeem Grant for five yards. Uh, Rosen then tries to go back to Grant. That's incomplete. On third and five of the Dallas 49, he goes incomplete deep to Deontay Parker, but Awuzie called for a pretty bad DPI here, um, just turned around the wrong way and never located the ball. Yeah, just sort of – Runs into Parker is not good. So first and 10 of the Dallas 23, uh, Kenyon Drake gets 11 yards. Uh, and then first and 10 from the Dallas 12, Rosen goes to uh, Deontay, Devontae Parker, but it's incomplete. Drops one wide open over the middle. He wasn't going to score, but he would have made it second and two from the four or five yard line. Yep. So second and 10 at the 12, uh, Rosen tries to throw to D. Smith. Um, Jalen Smith makes a good play to knock it down, but they give they hit him for defensive holding before he makes the 
the deflection. I haven't uh, commented on many. I didn't like this call at all. Yeah, me either. Like, yeah, Jalen had him hooked a little bit, but I thought it was within the five-yard window. Like, it just seemed like that was just what happens when a guy runs into a linebacker, but it is what it is. And so then it's first and goal uh, from the Dallas 7. They have 31 seconds to go. They run Kenyon Drake up the middle, um, and Jalen Smith gets a hand in there, knocks the ball out. Uh, Marcus Lawrence falls on it, grabs the ball, and that would kind of be a weird turning point in this game. Um, from that moment on, that was the closest Miami was ever to making it a game. Yeah, that's for sure. Dallas doesn't quite run out the clock, but we do. We go Zeke for 11, Zeke for 14, Zeke for 14, and then it kind of gets us in range for a Hail Mary and incomplete. Yeah, Dak just chunks one up. It gets, it gets to the end zone, but it gets knocked down. Not a big deal. They get the ball at halftime. Um, so uh, from what I heard, like – Jason basically just got them inside, and there he was just like, "Look, like you just need to take care of business." You know, your standard coach halftime speech when a good team is letting a bad team hang around. Um, and I think they heard it. Um, they come out, they get the ball at the twenty-five. Pollard goes for a yard. Um, then Dak hits a pretty sweet deep ball to Randall Cobb, who goes seventy-four yards for a touchdown. Hell yeah! Nullified. By who else? Connor Williams. <laughs> Connor Williams has been the worst part of this offense through three games. He hands oh down. My good God, dude! Like, and and uh, I work with so many UT people that'll be like, "Well, if he didn't hold, like Dak would have got killed." So, like, it's kind of good that he did. I'm like, no, it's not. It's never good to hold. Like, the only holding maybe on defense when you know you're beat, although even the NFL, you get DPI and they get the ball where it goes out. Like, in college is about the only time you're like, well, fuck, I'm beat. I'm just going to tackle the guy because <laughs> yeah. you only give up 15. But other than that, like, there's never a good time to hold. Like, Agreed. I will say what's good about this Dallas team is that, like, in the past, I feel like if you had a 75-yard touchdown wiped out, like, that team would pretty much fold on that drive anyway. And like, Well, they used to get really conservative afterwards, yeah. and instead, right afterwards, they go another big play to Devin Smith for 33. Yeah, and then 20 yards to Cobb, and then Elliott goes for two yards, and then on second and eight, Dak, like, he rips one. This is a laser ball to oh, yeah. Amari Cooper for his second touchdown. So, not too shabby. Amari with his uh, fourth touchdown of this young season. Dallas goes up 17-6. And they're off to the races at this point. Um, Miami would get the ball. Uh, They go with a five-play, two-yard drive. um, And they're they're forced to punt. Uh, It ends, lovingly enough, with a Josh Rosen sack on third and 12, losing seven yards from one Robert Quinn. Uh, Only the third Cowboy sack of the season at this point. I know they got after him after this drive, but uh, three sacks in this game, so that looks much better. Yeah, Robert Quinn was all over the field. You know, we didn't really, you can't really tell when you're going play by play, but if you actually watch some of the highlights, you'll see he was he was close to getting there a few times. So he gets a sack. This offense isn't good enough to overcome it, so they punt and then Cowboys tack on another TD, Andy, and at this point. You know, we're we're feeling good. 
Absolutely. Yeah, Quinn looked great. Quinn had seven QB pressures on Sunday and a sack. Um, I think he freed up uh, Demarcus Lawrence a little bit. Demarcus had been facing a double team about 40% of the time, which is one of the highest rates in the league. Um, and it freed up Demarcus to get his first solo sack of the year. So an excellent, excellent play, a day of play from Robert Quinn. I can't wait to see him on Sunday night against Teddy Bridgewater. Um, so like Ben mentioned, the Cowboys will go on to score again. Um, they get it on the 24 yard line. They go Witten for eight. They go Zeke for 18 yards, but there's a penalty on Lyle Collins. I did not agree with this uh, call here. I think Lyle like stuck this dude so hard that he put him in a bad position and the guy came at him at a weird angle and he was kind of forced to like block him at an angle that would be called holding. But Lyle has been, I mean, even according to like PFF, Lyle has been the best offensive lineman in the NFL so far this year. He is... Not the whole line has been really good outside of Connor Williams, and I'm not. I'm not just picking on the kid. I mean, his skewers are going to be the weak link anyway, but they've just been really solid as a unit. It makes it makes Connor Williams' performance even more head scratching because can you imagine how bad he would be if he wasn't bookended by Pro Bowlers? Like he's not oh, having yeah. to pick oh, up yeah. other guys' assignments or anything. If anything, he's getting helped. And yeah, man, just can't. Can't put it together. I'm almost to the point where I'm like, put in Xavier Suofilo. At least he doesn't commit penalties. Um, yeah, I I don't know what they're going to do. I really think McGovern eventually takes that job. Like I said on last week's pod, once they extended L, which I really didn't think they were going to do, I thought eventually he'd break right now. Yeah, it's looking smart. It's looking smart. I was surprised we gave him top five left tackle money, and it's all – in the numbers, I didn't think it was a bad deal, but when you hear it, you're like, man, they're giving the most guarantee. Like, we pay our O line more than any team in the league by far right yeah. now. Uh, but they're playing like it, and, you know, L's played well. But once they did that, I really was unsure what they were going to do with, um, with Connor Williams because he just doesn't look like an NFL left guard. Agreed. Yeah, I don't know what the future holds. Obviously, McGovern is an option. Um, you know, it might just be they go draft another guy next year. But as of right now, can't say Connor Williams has instilled a lot of confidence in me, but we'll see. So that wipes out an 18-yard play from Zeke. Um, he was having a great day. He went on to have a great day. Um, second and 12 from the Dallas 22. Uh, Dak finds Witten for 13 yards. First and 10 from the 35. Uh, hits a little crossing Zeke Elliott for two yards. Second and eight. Pollard goes around the right end for 12 yards. Then Pollard goes right tackle for two yards. Um, Dak short pass to Zeke for twelve. Uh, Dak to Cooper for eighteen. Cooper up the mid or Elliott up the middle for eleven. And then Dak bootlegs out to the right. Uh, thinks about throwing it, but then just takes it himself. Eight yard rush for a touchdown. Dallas goes up twenty four to six. Just. Honestly, just chunk plays, man. Dallas has just been. Do you remember last year how much we were just like, you never see a play that's longer than twenty yards. Oh, well, we were until we got Amari. They were bottom of the league, um, one of the three worst teams in quote unquote yeah, explosive plays. I think explo explosive plays is what a twenty yard rush or a thirty yard pass. I think yeah. that's how they classify it, and they were like dead last. And now it seems they're ripping. Almost won a drive, like, and they're they're the best. Really they efficient the best. right now. They're, they've been the best team in the NFL on third down uh, since getting Amari Cooper. Um, and you know, not only have they added Amari, but they added Cobb. You've seen the emergence of Gallup. You've seen the new offensive coordinator 
fully healthy Zeke, the addition of Pollard. Um, it, we're starting to see kind of what this offense is going to look like down the stretch, and I'm really excited for it, man. Um, and again, the defense really stepped up in the second half. You know, in the second half, the drives went touchdown Dallas, three and out uh, Miami, touchdown Dallas, three and out Miami. Um, so you'd like to see that for sure. Um, so on this particular one, Miami gets the ball in their 25. Uh, Rosen goes incomplete to Preston Williams. Uh, then he goes to Jakeem Grant for six yards. Then he scrambles up the middle for one yard before he gets hit by Jalen Smith. So fourth and three, they're forced to punt. Uh, Dallas would come out. Um, this was a three-play, nine-yard drive, uh, so it didn't, didn't go super well. Tony Pollard got, went for two yards. On second and eight, Dak rolled out, uh, and instead of throwing the ball away, he got sacked for a five-yard loss by Taco Charlton, which oh. was pretty funny. Oh, um, Taco. They asked Dak about it, and he said that Taco can have that one. They, he didn't want to throw the ball away, and they asked Dak why he didn't want to throw the ball out, why he didn't throw the ball out of bounds, and he said completion percentage. Yeah, and he kind of so, chuckled and walked off after that. I will say Dak has one incompletion in the third quarter this year, period. He's like 31 of 32. I think and, that was one of those what is there's always there's always truth in jest and I think that was I think he was joking but I do think he's aware of how efficiently he's throwing the I ball. I think Jack is like hyper brand aware, hyper politically aware and hyper like he's you know he's with his agents and shit they're like dude when we're into these meetings you've seen how it is like completion percentage matters, QBR matters, you know. So Dak knows what's up. That's why he's getting like rushing touchdowns and shit too. Like I know he wants to win, but I think he's very aware of all that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we are forced to punt there. Miami gets the ball. Uh, they run a six-play, nine-yard drive. Uh, Rosen is sacked yet again by a combination of Kerry Hyder and Malik Collins. Uh, they were sprung for that by uh, Tank, who took on a double team really, really well. Um, and so they ended up punting. Uh, back to the back to the Cowboys. Um, so Dallas then decides. Yeah. To go so and- this was funny. We actually forced two three and outs because we get a three and out, and then Anthony Brown has a really dumb roughing yeah, it, yeah. and then we force another three and out. So, oh, good job by the D. I mean, like I said, it's just kind of funny they had two three and outs on that play. I mean, they really stepped up in the second half, and from here, Andy, it's all. It's Ton- all cosmetic Ton- here. It's all just can the Cowboys cover the spread at this point. Yeah, so it's all Zeke and Pollard from here. Like this drive is Zeke for 18 yards, Zeke for six yards, Dak short pass to Cobb for three yards, Elliott for two yards, Pollard for six yards, Pollard for 28 yards, which that was a sick play. Tony Pollard is good, man. He looked great. Um, He did, and they're they're a terrible run, D, so uh, I'm not pumping the brakes or anything, but just acknowledging, like, yes – we know the Dolphins are terrible, but it was good to see. It was good to see him get involved. Good to see Pollard yeah. have a rookie breakout the, game. Uh, the first rookie running back this year to eclipse 100 yards. So good for him. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, I thought that was really awesome. So then Z goes for no gain on second and ten. Dak goes incomplete to Blake Jarwin, and I never saw what Dalton Schultz did. They didn't show a replay, but he did some unnecessary roughness that got 15 a 15 yard penalty. I really don't know what happened. Do you happen to see it? No, I I was yeah. at this point I was pretty tuned into red zone and I was peeking at the main TV every now and again. They never showed a replay of what what happened. I have no idea, so I don't know what Dalton Schultz did, but don't okay. Uh, <laughs> so that brings up third and twenty five. 
Um, Dak ends up just like trying to shoot it over the middle, like short to Elliott. He drops it. Um, so fourth and 25, they bring out Maher for a 55 yard field goal. Uh, and Maher boinks it off the upright, which I mean, you know, it's 55. 55 yeah, it is. So, what it is. so Miami gets the ball back. Uh, there's eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. They go Jakeem Grant left for four, for four yards, uh, two incomplete passes. On fourth and six, they go for it, and they get it to Preston Williams for eight yards, so they get a new set of downs. Uh, first and ten, Rosen is sacked by Demarcus Lawrence for a three-yard loss, then Kenyon Drake up the middle for eight yards. Uh, Rosen incomplete to Kenyon Drake on third and five, and then on fourth and five, uh, they do a short pass, uh, but both Jeff Heath and Leighton Van Der Esch blow this up behind the line for a one-yard loss, turnover on downs. Um, so Dallas gets the ball once again, and this is all the Pollard show at this point. Uh, Pollard for six yards, Pollard for 11 yards, Pollard for one yard, uh, Pollard for no gain, but defensive offsides on Taco Charlton, so that gives them five yards. Second and fourth, Miami 37, Pollard for six yards, uh, Xavier Howard gets an unnecessary roughness and is ejected from the game. Um, obviously, some some tempers flaring here at the end of the game. Um, yeah, so that he's, just, he's gonna have a. He just knows there's on a losing team. He's a really good player on a losing team. Yeah. Lot of stuff, dude. Um, and then yeah, pretty much the last real play of the game. Tony Pollard goes takes it from 16 yards out for his first NFL touchdown. Um, and so that would be the end of the game. Effectively, the score ended up being 31-6 to six, Dallas. Um, we covered, baby. Yeah, it's the largest spread ever covered in NFL history. Um, you know, obviously, a t- definitely a tale of two halves. Um, the first half, the Dolphins kind of outgained the Cowboys. They could have easily had a lead had they not had that touchdown dropped or not fumbled in the red zone. Um, but the second half was all Cowboys. Um, Dak ends the day 19 of 32 for 246, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, he does have one sack as well. His, I think that's his first sack of the year, second sack of the year. Um, 91.4 rating. Zeke, 125 yards. Pollard, 103 yards to go along with the touchdown. Uh, and on the receiving side, Amari Cooper leading the way with six catches for 88 yards and two touchdowns. Um, defensively, uh, Jalen Smith led everyone in tackles. Um, you had Anthony Brown, uh, Leighton Van Der Esch, Jeff Heath, Demarcus Lawrence, Malik Collins, and Robert Quinn, all with tackles for loss. And Robert Quinn and Tank, uh, as, as well as Malik Collins, coming away with a uh, sack each. Um, so not a, a bad outing for the squad. Um, you know, Ben, I don't think we learned very much. Um I think the one good thing I'll say is that from everything that I've heard, like Kellen still has a lot of stuff left in the playbook. We haven't seen yet because he hasn't, he hasn't needed it because we've just been running the score up on people. So I expect to see some interesting stuff on Sunday night. Yeah. They ran one play with Pollard and Zeke, both in the backfield. I think it's the first time they'd done that and it wound up being a little kind of shovel past Pollard for five. I imagine they have more wrinkles like that ready to go. I hope they do. For Um, for the bash brothers for thunder and lightning yeah uh, slash and dash i'm trying all these names out um so you know what it was funny they've set such a high bar because when you're leaving one of our buddies uh zach love turned to me and he goes yeah they played like shit and i was like man 
I hear you, but anytime you win 31 to 6 in the NFL, you, you guys got to temper expectations a little bit. You got to enjoy this moment, all right? Like, yes, we were supposed to win, and yes, we won. It may not have been as pretty as you wanted, but hey, it's a 20 plus point victory in the NFL. Like, yeah. Let's 20, winning by 25, even against that team. That's take, a blessing. And 3 0 for the first time since what, 2007? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, uh, this is what we predicted, man. We predicted on the pod. Both of us said we'd start 3-0. We had to take advantage of these three early games. And through three games of the season, 97 points for, 44 against. Um, I was a little off, Andy. I think I said we our defense would hold teams below 40 through yeah. three games. So I just missed the mark. Oh, it's close, guys. I think you said 45. I jumped it to 45, so I'll, I'll give myself the cover. It's like yeah. I put down two bets, and I made the second. So, and, and, But now it's going to be interesting because now the Cowboys face a real test. Um, on Sunday night in primetime, the Dallas Cowboys will play the New Orleans Saints. They are 2-1. and one. They are first in the NFC South, uh, and they are coming off of a win over the Seahawks. Um, they are being led by Teddy a Bridgewater. surprising win in Seattle. I'll say this. Yes, the win was surprising. Yes, it was impressive. The Seahawks lost that game more than the Saints won it. Yeah, Brandy Field, they fumbled. They just they couldn't get out of there. They gave up a they punt return touchdown. Yeah, say punt return touchdown, fumble returned for a touchdown, just tons of missed tackles, tons of drops. Like, dude, they spotted the Saints 21 points in a game that they lost by six. And the Saints have given up at least 27 points in every single game they've played. I think Dallas can be able to move the ball on this team. Yeah, I think we're only a two and a half point favorite, which I think is actually a little low. But I, um, you know, the ESPN for what it's worth, their power index has the Saints as the favorite at fifty five percent. So I don't know, man. This is going to be interesting. You know, without Breeze there, I think the Saints have lost a little bit of their mystique, if you will. Sure. They're, they're still a talented football team. Look, Alvin Kamara is still a monster. He had a great game. Michael Thomas is still great. He has 25 catches in three games. I mean, the kid's phenomenal, 266 yards. Like, he just doesn't miss a beat. Shamey doesn't have uh, – only has 25% of Amari Cooper's touchdowns. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there and you go. Hey, cool. Scat back Kamara. Is he going to have another – "Quote unquote amazing 850 yard rushing year. Can't wait. Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, you're you're we're you're right. I mean, they're they're a bunch of bums. Is basically what Barkley Andy said. Finally admitted. What did I say? I said Barkley was a bum, and then he turned out to be soft Quan Barkley with his little ankle hurdy boo boo. Yeah. He's missing. He's not good as Zeke went healthy, and now he's injurable. Stands yeah. up. He's missed two months, but they got Danny Dimes, so they're they're ready to win a Super Bowl. Let me tell you how much I can't wait for that to come back down to earth. They <laughs> they they win a game against the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a missed field goal, and they act like Danny Dimes went out there and shredded the nineteen eighty five Bears for nine thousand yards and ten touchdowns. What's crazy about that game is everyone kept pointing like, "What a huge comeback! What a great game by Daniel Jones and all this." And okay, yeah, he had a great game. They should have fucking lost. Like the they yeah. still gave up a crate. They gave up like four touchdowns to Mike Evans, and then 
they missed a 37-yard chip shot to win that thing. Yeah, dude. Like, what, are you kidding, dude? Like, oh, God, can't wait. Can't wait to see you in a week whatever we play you. Oh, my God. Get ready, Danny Dimes. Um, the better news for the Cowboys was Philadelphia got manhandled by the Lions. Um, it yep. wound up being kind of close, but Lions were leading this all damn day. And now and- they got two Green Bay tonight and play against the Pack, who are three and zero. Ben, what do you what do you think? You think there's a chance the the Philadelphia Eagles start one and three? I think there's a very good chance. The Packers are three and zero against three very good defenses. Philly's a sieve back there. I think I think Rogers shreds them tonight. I really do. I think this is the week Green Bay offense gets on track, quote unquote, because they have they have a really weird. They have like the second most three and outs in the entire well, NFL. They want, they want to win, but not get their offense on track for like another two weeks. I'm okay with that since we got to play them next week. That's going to be the big one. I'm not. I'm not overlooking the Saints. Look, going to New Orleans is difficult. If if we go to the if we go to New Orleans and Teddy Bridgewater t- like carves us up, it's going to get real ugly in Green Bay real fast. The Saints are weird. They they only average 350 yards a game and they allow 450 a game. So they're that's average, two and one is kind of odd. They're allowing the third most passing yards in the NFL right now. Uh, and obviously Dak is way up there as far as passing leaders right now. Um, Marshawn Lattimore has had a weird year where he's given up a ton of yards. I really wish we had Gallup. I think that if we had Gallup, we could really just do work on this team. Um, but I still think we'll do pretty well. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of Pollard coming out of the backfield, catching passes. Um, I really do think that the, my, my only question is that the defense against New Orleans offense, we're going to have to get pressure on Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I don't the, think you're going to see a 13-10 game like last year. No, no, no. I think this is uh, – I mean, look at how the Saints have had every game. They've won every game – or they've played every game. They gave up 27 points, and they either scored more than that or they didn't. And that was the difference between winning and losing. Um, you know, I think that this offense can – I think our offense can put up 30 points. It's can the defense hold the Saints to 30 points or less. That's right. That's um, right. And they have – like I said, they – even with Teddy B, they still have – they still have two elite talents, and that's Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. And we did a really good job shutting both those guys down last year in New Orleans. Yeah. But the defense was humming at that point. We haven't the defense hasn't played bad, Andy. I just think we are all ready to anoint them as a flash plays. That's all it is. Like the defense is playing statistically very good. Well, I, it, it's the a thing. Flash plays that we saw last year. We want to put them in the same combo as like the Patriots and the Bears, and they're not. I mean, they're just not yet. So uh, we'll see. I, I'd love for this to be a statement game from the defense uh, to look how they did last year against the Saints. But um, I think it's going to be a little higher scoring than that, Andy. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to throw out my prediction here. Like I said, Michael Thomas, Kamara, both dangerous guys. Um, but I think we get the job done. I'm going to go ahead and say it is a 27-20 to win. Nice. I think it's going to be a little higher scoring. Um, I do respect uh, what the the Saints bring to the table, but I think the Cowboys offense is cooking right now. I'm going to go uh, 31-27 Dallas. Uh, I do expect to see some, some very interesting stuff. I think both sides are going to pull out the whole playbook because – 
the Saints are pulling everything out of their ass they can to make it through the games until Breeze gets back. And the Cowboys are like, they've been kind of just using parts of the playbook because they don't they didn't really need to. So you're gonna see Kellen pull out all the trick plays, all the Boise State shit, all the Bronco circus act. And you're gonna see the Saints do all kinds of crazy gadgetry as well, uh, trying to win a big game while they're down a Hall of Fame quarterback. So I'm super stoked. I love this matchup. Um, it's gonna be super super fun, um, and I'm excited. I hope we I hope we come back and and win this game. I'm predicting we're winning this game, which I didn't at the beginning of the year. Um, but now that we're rolling, I'm just too wrapped up in the momentum, and I just want us to win. So yeah, I'm predicting a win as well. Yeah. I, I I would love to start 4-0. That would be that'd be crazy. And a lot of the so-called preseason contenders are really struggling in the NFC. You know, right now the three and O teams are Dallas, the Rams, and the Packers. So and technically the Lions are two oh and one, but you know, we'll see. We uh yeah, we shall see. Well, so that's kind of uh, all I had on the agenda for this week, Ben. Uh, we've got the Saints game Sunday night. It's already Thursday, so we're right around the corner. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, man. I, I'm really excited, dude. It's I think it's the first time I can remember waiting to week four to see Dallas in prime time. So I think this could be a huge a huge um, moment for, for them in the spotlight. You know, I mean, people have been talking about Dak, but we just, like I said, they haven't been on the – the national stage yet for this season, which is, which is crazy, but I expect it to be a very highly viewed game from national media. So I hope we come out big. And if they do, man, the brakes are off this thing. dude. The hype train will be full effect. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. So, all right, guys, well, that's all we got for, uh, for this week. We do play the saints on Sunday night. Everyone tune in. We will be back uh, early next week to break down uh, another stunning cowboy victory. Uh, and as always, thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, leave a review. Uh, helps us grow and uh, spread the word of Boys Will Be Boys. Uh, so as always, this is Andy Catelli. Benjamin T. Walker. This has been Boys Will Be Boys. Take it easy. Peace.